0: Hey everyone, this is Larry from WStrades.com. This podcast is about trading stocks and stock options. Any information in these podcasts should not be construed as advice. It's for educational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Hey everyone, it's Larry from WS Trades. Once again joined uh, with James from WS Trades. How you doing, man? I am doing pretty good. How about you? Good. Survived that little sell off, so see how next week turns out. Yeah, it was a pretty ugly Friday for sure. Um you want to start off by going over some of the plays you had on and closed out last
1: week? Sure. Yeah, I had a couple plays that expired um last week uh that went against me. Um one of them was GSX. Um it was only an eighty dollar loss. I think I sold uh, an iron butterfly, uh, and I collected one seventy uh, to open it. And it was two and a half wide on either side, so only a max risk of eighty. And uh, yeah, the GSX had been selling off for like weeks, and down, down, down. So I don't know if it was kind of something similar to what happened to GameStop, where there was some kind of a short squeeze. Maybe there was just like a lot of short interest, and then you know some buyers stepped in and uh i want to say the thing went from like i don't know if it was like 42 or something up to 60 or something like that it was pretty crazy so yeah it popped off super hard and then when i saw that move i was like oh man well don't think that thing's gonna sell off and probably come back to reality so uh but good thing was you know max risk was uh 80 bucks while i was trying to make 170 if they would have stayed flat so i kind of like the uh the risk to reward ratio there it just didn't quite go my way um draft was another one that went against me um they were riding high like all week and then friday they sold off with everything else and uh for a little bit in the morning they uh, uh the short call fell out of the money um uh, but i didn't close out i was just like yeah let's kind of see how ugly the sell-off gets and you know maybe the sellers will keep them uh under 53 but they kind of rallied later in the day um i didn't go max loss i think i lost like 30 bucks on it or something so not a big loss um and then the winning trades that um i closed out uh, one was clov i think i made 50 or 60 on that one they had a, a really big they've been selling off a little bit too lately um it was a five wide iron condor but it was like a really tight iron condor and uh yeah, I think I sold it for like two thirty-eight and yeah, the five wide. So um I still got out with profit, which was good because they had a pretty big sell off. Um another play that I had uh that I was able to go max profit was GameStop. I think I sold a put spread for like twenty seven bucks. Um and they just hell of a run. They've been having yeah. a hell of a run. Yeah. I so I opened up a couple new plays on them after I saw that. Um because yeah, I think they made a hundred percent gain almost and held it. I think they're holding like up seventy five. Per- yeah, I don't know. There's like the stories about the short squeeze, and then like there were other stories saying, oh, maybe this wasn't a short squeeze. But it's like, well, I mean, there was no real. I think they did maybe some kind of, may have done some kind of shakeup with their management or something. But there was no real other news that would explain a seventy five percent move like that. So. Yeah, changing, changing management, that definitely constitutes a 100% gain. I know, right? It's like we haven't actually, like, opened those 500 stores that we shut down or like actually did anything else good. But, you know, so I was kind of thinking it was the short squeeze. Um, so when I saw him pop off so hard, I remember I was uh, texting you about it and I'm like, this is dumb. I'm going to sell a call spread. So I sold one. It went in the money. I'm like, this is even dumber. Like I'm going to sell another one. So I actually sold two, two call spreads on them, uh, just one wides. And, uh, the higher one fell out of the money. They just weren't able to hold that a hundred percent level in a week. So, uh, that one fell out of the money. And then the other one, I think was like a 31, 32. So I needed to come back to earth a little more. Um, but those are expiring next week. So I'm kind of hoping like, uh, you know, reality kind of sets in and, uh, that thing kind of tapers off. I might, you know, get lucky and get out of both of those call spreads, um, with profit. Um, so yeah, that put spread went good. And then a Novavax. I had max profit. I think I sold a one wide iron condor for like 47 bucks or something and they traded pretty flat. So that was a good play. Um, and yeah, I think for the plays expiring last week, um, That's how I did, so I definitely had uh, more winners than losers and was able to make out with some cash last week, so um, you want to uh, maybe go over some of the plays that you had on?
0: Yeah, uh, I only had two on last week. I had a synthetic covered call on Fisker that I want to say it was the second day I had it open. They just popped hard, and if I could have closed out at the right time, I could have you know, two days after opening, closed it at um, almost uh, max profit. I could have uh, sold everything for $98, and the max profit was 120 And then they kind of sold off a bit, and then uh, they were just kind of moving up and down for quite a while, and then popped hard again. And uh, I was just thinking, and this was on Thursday, I believe. I was thinking, man, I should just close this thing out. Uh, I closed out the short call when they had started dying a bit for honestly like a 30% profit because I was thinking, okay, these guys are going to rally, kind of looking at the charts and uh, hearing the news about EV and stuff. And so at that point, I had just an open uh, long call on them. So, and it was deep in the money. So, had they, you know, popped hard, I would have made a bunch of money. So that's why I held it into Friday. And you know, just my greed, man, got me. And they just sold off super hard over uh, four and a half, per, or almost four and a half percent on Friday. And I was able to get out with a thirteen dollar profit <laughs> off it, from ninety eight dollars to thirteen. So just got, you know, you just got to take your profits, man. I I knew I was getting greedy, and I just let myself do it anyways, and you know, paid for it. But I mean, at least it was a profit um and the only other thing i had was uber i saw i don't know why i was looking at them but i saw their chart and i was like oh there's no way they're going to higher. so i opened up a, a close to the money call spread on them uh with two days to expiration got paid 20 bucks for it off of a one wide which is pretty good because it was so close i think it was only like two bucks out of the money and sure enough they sold off super hard friday and pretty hard thursday so uh Ended up going max profit on that one, and
1: yeah, that's all I had going on last week. Nice, yeah, it sucks on the Fisker one, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of a weird I think we were talking to like I want to say it was Thursday. I saw the notification on my phone about the $1.9 trillion uh, or trillion dollar stimulus package, and I was kind of thinking the market would react to that in a positive way, maybe. And like futures would just go to the moon. <laughs> like a few hours later, I saw everything down, and I'm like, okay, things are. I guess uh, investors aren't uh, so excited about the crazy stimulus package. So yeah, I didn't really see, uh, you know, that sell off coming. But yeah, that's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah, shit. If we could see it coming,
0: we'd be rich guys, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing with the the stimulus, but I feel like this market, man, it's, everything's just so overinflated since, uh, the COVID crash in March and the huge rally. Like I just, I feel like everything's kind of baked in at this point and we're still, I don't think anything's priced right right now or for the most part. So, I mean, you know, you got unemployment still through the roof, um, shutdowns everywhere and it's like dude why the hell are we at uh, or why is the market where it is right now it makes no sense to me but it's just you know you gotta try and figure out plays to get into through all this crap
1: yeah i definitely didn't expect things to rally so hard so fast and kind of come back to reality when we still have you know a lot of restrictions like you're saying and you know a lot of companies that went out of business and stuff and still struggling so um yeah it just seems sometimes too that um the market kind of reacts the exact opposite of what i would have thought like on thursday and friday i kind of thought maybe things would you know go up a little bit but yeah and then we've seen two on different earnings company comes out with good earnings and then the, the stock sells off super hard and it just kind of seems like sometimes the market's just gonna or sometimes it just reacts in the exact opposite that you would expect. So, yeah, I guess that's the thing that's always uh, keeping us on our toes. Um, yeah, was, with the earnings,
0: I've been noticing that a lot of times you're going to have these huge run-ups going into earnings, and then there's a massive sell-off. right. At, even if it's great earnings, they're like, oh, my God, we just killed it. We you know, doubled what we thought we were going to do. We're going to start dividends back up. All this, there's still a massive profit taking afterwards. And it goes back to almost exactly where it started before, you know, the earnings run up. So, it's. I mean, there's money to be made there if you're willing to, to jump in at the right time when things start running up. But yeah. you know, it's just it's, it's hilarious to watch these things just balloon. And then the next day, just a massive or a lot of times it's after
1: hours, just a massive sell off. Yeah, I took advantage of that on BBBY because they had like a 10 or 12 percent move, or what was it? It was something big, maybe an eight or nine percent move. I don't know, it was a big move right before earnings. And I was just like, ah, if they even beat earnings, who says they're going to hold this level? So I sold the call spread and then, yeah, they missed on earnings, like sold off three bucks. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something to keep an eye out for. I want to say maybe. Netflix has been doing pretty good recently, and I want to say they have uh, earnings coming up maybe next week. So, um, yeah, definitely going to be keeping an eye out for that pre-earnings run-up. I might sell some more uh, some more call spreads and try to take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, so what are you looking forward to? Do you have any
0: plays you're thinking about putting on, anything kind of tickling your radar right now for next week?
1: Yeah, in the short term, I was definitely looking at the earnings uh, that are coming up. I think I saw J.P. Morgan in there, Procter and Gamble, um, United Health. Um, I believe Bank of America was in there too. Uh, it looks like Intel's got earnings. Uh, Union Pacific, Citigroup. So there's a lot of big, uh, big time tickers for sure with uh, earnings coming up. Um, Wells Fargo as well. Um, I saw IBM and Schwab. Uh, Goldman Sachs, PNC, and also Kinder Morgan. So um, I think I will take a look a little more this weekend and see if any of those tickers have ha- has had a massive run up. Um, and if there's something that's just made a pre earnings move, like a crazy move, I'll probably sell a call spread on it. And then uh, I will also look at just some of the other stuff. If they've kind of been trading uh, without, too much crazy movement i might just uh, sell some one wide iron condors or something like that um so it's kind of what i'm looking at for maybe weeklies and then uh i'm trying to build some more stuff out for monthlies uh february 19th um i put on some plays last week to kind of smooth out the beta waiting uh, in my account uh so i'm probably going to look to add some more uh some more stuff for february 19th i'm probably just gonna try to focus on uh maybe high implied volatility etfs and uh just try to do a bunch of one wides or something and kind of spread it out um and then maybe just leave the weekly plays for earning stuff yeah yeah netflix didn't do anything too crazy
0: they're up uh 10 bucks over the week they had a big run up on uh, what is this the 13th probably- and then kind of started trickling back down.
1: So they're up uh, $10 in a week. Okay. So yeah, I probably saw it on the day where they were up like two or 3%. I was kind of thinking, huh? I wonder how they've been doing if they go on some crazy run up leading to the earnings. I mean, I guess that could still be an opportunity um, if they were kind of trading flat last week, but um, I'll have to see when they actually report, if they have some crazy run up like the day before, um, I might sell a call spread on them, but, uh, yeah, definitely going to keep an eye on those, uh, weekly earnings plays. Yeah. That's when you get the big premiums. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah, I got a couple things. I check out my list. i got a couple things I was looking, uh, bullishly on, uh, one, I did, I haven't played them in a few weeks, so I really wasn't taking a uh, look at the charts. One, I am super bullish on right now, and I wish that uh, they were a little more volatile so you could get paid for it, but Walmart right now is looking really good to get long on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I might make a play on them just because they, yeah, I don't know. Uh, They're down about 1.6% on Friday. But right now, just looking at the charts, yeah, this thing's definitely something I'll try and get into if I can get paid enough for it. Um, one more that was higher IV was IQ. I'm bullish on that for probably a monthly. Okay. Wait, I believe IQ only does – do they do weeklies?
1: You know, I'm not sure. how well, they do. Yeah, I'm not sure on the chain there if they've got weeklies or just the monthlies. Yeah,
0: they got weeklies. On. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it for a little more long-term, so I'll probably go out a little bit. Okay. Um, And what else? One thing I was looking kind of uh, bearish on was BIIB. I I don't know if you've ever taken a look at them.
1: No, I don't think I've played them before.
0: Yeah, they have weeklies as well, but the chart right now is looking like they're going to come back down to Earth at a massive run-up the past couple of weeks
1: yeah so they're that's like yeah just... that's the kind of stuff i've been looking to play like i remember you hit me up about plug i think you texted me and you said plug is insane and then i looked at their charts and i'm like nah, i don't think so like i'm gonna sell i'm gonna sell a call spread on this because this is just i mean i get it that the sector is doing great and everything but come on now so and that was one of the plays that expires this coming Friday. But, yeah, I like I definitely like that when I see some kind of like crazy parabolic move to play, you know, sell something up above the market and definitely go bearish. So, um, yeah, I'll uh, definitely take a look at that chart and uh, might be something that, you know, I might want to play as well. Yeah, you want to talk about parabolic.
0: Go look at their charts when we're done with this. It's insane. <laughs> they went from in one day, they went from 222 to... Three sixty three. Okay, yeah. And then that that was uh, when was this? That was in November. But they've they're having quite a, a run up this this uh, past few weeks too.
1: Yeah, definitely. but yeah, they're just definitely have to check that. They're oh. crazy. Hmm. Sounds like a good opportunity. Um, what else? The other
0: things I had was TAN. we We've discussed them before, and AUPH. Hmm. I'm bullish on. So if you want to take a look at their charts later. Yeah, i have to check um, it out. Yeah, these are all kind of sitting. They're not quite where I want to see them, so I'm going to have to wait mm-hmm. until I see kind of my, my trigger to get into stuff. But um, yeah, there's so many opportunities. The one thing that worries me, though, is um, the inauguration coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Vix is probably going to spike quite a bit from that, but then again i thought it was going to spike during the presidential election
1: nothing really happened yeah we had uh i think a 3 week sell off leading up to that first week in november and then through the election and all that stuff i remember the market just had an insane rally so yeah there it's yeah man it's hard to say like how investors are going to react to that i guess yeah things might pop off things might bleed or things might go straight flat so Yeah, it's kind of hard to know exactly how these investors are going to react to everything. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to do a quick update on
0: the website. So I've been putting in a little bit of work on that. Um, So, well, first big thing is, you know, we're HTTPS now. So that stupid big banner you get, if you go there from Google that says this is an unsafe site, you're going to die if you click yes. Uh, that's gone. It's all safe. Um, so now I don't know if that was stopping people from uh, making the purchases, even though they were they were through PayPal, so you'd be secure anyway. Um, that's all fine. We I also started a post page, so it's for education, where we're going to start putting in articles uh, that kind of go with our videos that we do on YouTube. Where you can, you know, you can visually see. I've got pictures up, and um, a lot of it's straight from the OIC. So it's, uh, you know, exactly how options work, and kind of gives you uh, the calculations for figuring out what your max loss and gain are going to be. So we're going to be adding a bunch of stuff to that. So you can keep an eye on it. Uh, it's wstrades.com. So go ahead and bookmark that one. Um, did you have anything else? you want to talk about?
1: Nah, man, that's it. Just definitely wanted to cover the previous plays and, uh, you know, what we are looking at uh, for the future. And, uh, yeah, for sure, the stuff you covered about the website updates, I think, uh, yeah, that's all the stuff I wanted to hit.
0: Okay. Uh, one more thing, our YouTube channel. Uh, a few days ago, I posted a video about trading options on Weeble, and we had a comment. Uh, this guy was t- asking about if or what I thought about buying a call, and I kind of, you know, told him I wouldn't buy out of the money call, and then I maybe you should look into um, a vertical spread instead because it'll, you know, if you're wrong, you're not going to lose that much money, but it'll cap your your max profit. And I was able to point him to some videos we had on trading verticals on the, uh, Robinhood and Weevil that we, we had recorded. And also told him, you know, if you need some help, let us know. And, you know, we can, if it's something people are looking at, then we want to make a video on it anyway. So if you guys are on the YouTube channel or go to the website, uh, you can email us. If there's something you guys are looking for specifically that we haven't covered, just let us know. We're, I mean, that's what we're doing all this for is, you know, we do it because it's fun to us. It's interesting, but We're also here to kind of help you guys out. So if there's something you guys want us to cover, you know, comment on the videos, uh, subscribe. So, you know, when we're having new videos out, email us, you know, however you got to just let us know what you guys want. All right, man. I think that's all I got to say today.
1: Yeah, man. That sounds good.
0: All right. Yeah. uh, We'll let you guys know. uh, uh, Video updates. Keep an eye on those for our midweeks. I'll probably do midweek podcast as well, letting you know how our trades went. Uh, so go and subscribe. You can also, from the uh, Anchor app or the website, you can leave us voice memos to listen to during the podcast if you have any questions. Um, yeah, there's a million ways to get a hold of us if you guys have any questions, so feel free to do so. All right, man. I think it's time to sign off. All right, man.
1: Sounds good. I will uh, catch you on the next podcast. All right. Have a good one. Bye.